of uh rating you know would yeah. you pay for it you wait for it you know what pay for it yeah I mean, honestly like Who? i i dig it is it michael really? bay directing it again no no so uh he, he shows up though i guess mini spoiler for that he shows up in, in a cameo which is pretty neat so cool. i'm like okay cool so at least like he he knew about this you know, it's one of those where it's like, okay, he, he gave it his blessing. And, uh, I don't know. It's by these two guys I've never seen before. It's like Emil and a, I don't know. I'm going to botch their names or some shit, but it's like two first names. Okay. And it's just, it's two guys. And I'm like, you know, there's so, um, so the whole thing is like, it's in the trailers where it's like they, you know, they're both facing getting older in different ways. Yeah. You know, and, then they get pulled into one like new thing, but there's a lot of there's a lot of cool action violence. Like, there's there's a surprising amount of like like raunchy kills. Like that, um, that's always good. Raunchy kills and action violence. Those are words we love here on Corpse. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Legit. Like like dudes get shot in the head, and like it, it, there's there's some surprising stuff. Where I'm like, wow. Like they, I'm like, okay, cool. It's, Great. You know what? Like, I, I might catch it next week or something when the, the kids are in school or some shit. Yeah, like it's it's a it's a fun movie, and and there's like there's emotional stuff, especially so if you've watched the other ones. Yeah, so it's like yeah, he, there there's some stuff in here where I'm like, okay, I like forget part two, honestly. Um, I forget what happens yeah. in part two. I know his sister's involved and she gets kidnapped or some shit like that, right? Martin's sister. I don't know, right? Uh, uh, Mike's sister, right? No, uh, Wait. yeah, no, no. It's it is it's, Marcus's uh, sister. Yeah, yeah Marcus's Gabrielle sister, Union. right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, now she's got a spinoff with Spectrum, I think. Yeah, and, um, uh, yeah, and nobody watches it probably. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's a Spectrum original. I mean, like, you know, <laughs> we have I, enough to contend with that you get you know, freaking cable companies throwing you know shows at you, but word. whatever. Like, Everyone's yeah, like, trying it, man. <laughs> you can't fault them for trying. They have Jessica Alba, right? They yeah, actually word. scored big names, right? They got Jessica Alba. They got um, that freaking. Uh, mad about you show back on the air for a little yeah. bit which is like who wanted for to who? see that <laughs> exactly <laughs> i'm like listen i have nothing against paul riser except him being a fucking asshole and aliens but um uh but really like did helen hunt and paul riser not have anything else to do i guess it was a uh, like a nice little paycheck, right? Yeah, because like you know, Paul Reiser. What was the last thing I saw him in? Uh, Stranger Things, I think. Right? Season. He does he's still in season three, right? He does yeah. things here and there, right? Yeah. Like, like it's not like he's, um, you know, it's not like he's. Uh, it's not like he wasn't working. Exactly. Where, where it's like, yeah. oh man, yeah, he's still a commodity. You know what I mean? He's still a commodity. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. Paul Reiser. You know what I mean? Anyways, what are we talking about again? <laughs> no, no. So, well, no, that actually oh, ties bad boys, into, right? Yeah. yeah, that actually ties into Martin Lawrence, where I'm like, 
You know what? If he felt like coming back, dude, I'm, yeah, man. I'm down with that. Hey, like, man, he, I love me some Martin, bro. How is Martin in it? Like, is he good? Okay, so it's one of those things where he's Martin Lawrence. Okay. So it's like because it's, it's like the trailers seem like Will Smith is carrying the entire load. Well, he gets the emotional part of the story, but then like, yeah, well, because he's good at crying and shit. Right, right, but then you know it, Martin Lawrence's stuff is is not slouching either. It's it's kind of crazy. Like there's a good thing for both of them. Like it's it's kind of like they came back for like a Rocky Balboa. Okay, you know? all right. It it's definitely like that type of vibe, but you know it's still like it's still got its comedy. It, some of it. That's what I mean. Like not everything in here is perfect, but it's just a it's a good package that like it's got um. It's got a lot of surprising like action scenes in it, uh, in terms of like how they're shot and how they're like like I really like the the final set piece and the way like the way it's used. There's yeah. a lot of fun there's a lot of fun gunplay in like that final little set piece. And Martin Lawrence, man, that's why I'm like, you know what? If if he wants like honestly, it's a good movie and I'm good with it as like a bow to the franchise. But if they wanted to do another one, I would also go see that. Cool. Yeah, like it's it's kind of like the way I'd like to look at it. You remember Fast and Furious? Yeah. When, when they came out with Part Four, and then Fast Five was the fucking perfect one. Yeah, the one from Brazil, man. That's the best one. Yeah. So now I'm like, you know what? Maybe this is like their Fast and Furious, and if they do one more with like this new little, I think that's what it is. When you have these new directors behind it, it's just this new blood. Well, and it's. I mean, if Will Smith and Martin Lawrence uh, came back with some directors that we have no clue who they are, it must be pretty good. You know what I mean? Like in terms of quality, you know, they yeah. knew there was something special behind the script maybe or the way the, the directors pitched it. Um, yeah, that they were like, like fuck it, let, let's uh, let's go for it, you know? Y- yeah, like, that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, you know what? And it's it's a worthwhile experience. Like, definitely, like, if you have to, like, if you do wait for it, like, that's not a bad thing. So that's why I'm like, yeah, higher end to wait for it. But, like, definitely, like, if you can go see it, I definitely, like, yeah, definitely go see it. It's fun. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? And you know what they gotta bring that joke back, man. Yo, um, freaking uh, Seth Rogen wrote that. Yeah, isn't that, that wild? Dude? That's fucking insane. That was his joke. That was his contribution to Bad Boys too. And I think another one he said was uh, when he gets the machine gun. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he shoots it in the car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking Seth Rogen, dude. Dude, you know what? Like. He he deserves it. Like, um, I mean, remember, like, Superbad was kind of wild because he was like, we wrote this when we were kids. And I'm like, how do you think of this? You know, isn't that? Oh. He's uh, he's special, man. So what it is, you know, he, he like it's to be a guy, you know, with a talent like that. Writing is tough, man. We know. Right. Yeah. Writing is tough. And then writing the way he writes with the, you know, with the output that he has as well. Like he fucking, he cranks out shit all the time. Yeah. You know? he's, and then, he's involved in tons of shit on top yeah, of that. And then he, he, he also like performs his, yeah, yeah. He, he performs his stuff. He produces like he, like the boys, he produced the boys and like, that's what I'm saying. Like it's stuff like that where it's like, he, you're right. Like he has the mindset to go and create these great things and then pay for the guys who also like have good ideas. Yeah, you know, so it's like, damn, dude, dude. Um, but uh, speaking of great things, 
Welcome, folks, to the 20th episode of the official Corpse Feed podcast, The Morgue. And with me, always, is a great one, Big Tex. Howdy, Nick. What's going on? Mr. Nick Valdez from comicbook.com. Howdy, everybody. Um, and uh, I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. Um, and uh, one great thing that uh, we both uh, kind of seen recently um, was uh, this uh, Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Uh, this adaptation of Dracula. Um, mm-hmm. Now, is it? It's a BBC offering as well, right? A BBC yeah. is attached to it, right? It's like a BBC and Netflix. Like they both produce the thing, um, and uh, it's uh, it's pretty awesome. Um, it, it's uh, an adaptation of Bram Stoker's Dracula, and uh, I think they did a, a pretty darn good job, kind of modernizing the take and um, and using the characters very wisely. Uh, all the characters from the infamous uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula movie. Um, who was it? Coppola, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, all the characters are there in uh, in different forms, and they show up. Um, and when you recognize them, you're like, oh shit, you know. Um, it's cool how they use the characters. It's cool how they definitely update them. Yeah, it it definitely feels like modernized, even though it's like this old like colonial Transylvanian type of thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's they do a very good job of um, of just kind of packaging everything up very fucking nicely. You know, I think it's like the modern tongue. I think it's like the way the way they speak and like the kind of dialogue play that they have. You know. Like especially with uh, especially with Dracula himself, right? He's like great. He's, const- he's constantly playing on words, and he's like, "Oh, there's no living beings." In yeah, here. he's <laughs> he's so good. That guy, um, that actor, it, it's a Danish actor. I uh, I think his name is uh, Clayus Bang or something like that. Um, he's he's absolutely awesome. He definitely portrays the, the evilest version of Dracula that I've seen in terms of just being unmerciful and just loving uh, being evil. Um, he, mm-hmm. he He's not really uh, – he's very blatant about just kind of being fucking Dracula and, you know, being able to kill you if he wants to. Um, and he does it with such grace too. And uh, it really endears the character – to any uh you know uh any, to any horror fan honestly or just to any fan um of um yeah like any fan of like solo male performances yeah he's he's yeah. so awesome uh my wife was like uh this guy's a fucking asshole but there's something about him <laughs> <laughs> you know that, like that's what it is like that's the modern shit for it where it's like you know it, you, it it's kind of like it, it's kind of like, uh, I guess, to point it to another vampire thing, like what we do in the shadows. Yeah. It was like, yeah, these guys are vampires, but like you relate to them. And so here it's like it's the dark version of that where it's like he he's a very charismatic dude. And, you know, Dracula's supposed to be like this very suave, very like, you know, he 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 seduces, you know, and here it's yes, just like a, a super seduction. Yeah. He is just very like. Like I don't care. He's uh he describes it more of a being a connoisseur of wine, right? Yeah. Um, where uh he picks and chooses uh who he drinks from because um in this uh story um it's uh, described well how 
when he drinks the blood of somebody, he absorbs all their knowledge, um, their native tongue. So that's mm-hmm. how he gets through this journey that he takes into the new world by kind of like, you know, uh, oh, I need to know some German. Let me go real quick and suck this guy off. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> um, and then, oh, I'm, I'm fluent in German now. So he he's a manipulator. He's a user. You know what I mean? He's um he's a mastermind like evil fucking guy and it's it's very cool to see how they showcase that because it's it's not really well it's done fantastically in my opinion they go through this journey with with this dude who is obviously very evil right mm-hmm. and very not good he had his intentions are not good at all you know he's a fucking piece of shit but again there's something about dracula that yeah. um that he showcases that that um as you said seductiveness behind everything he does it's always to kind of slither into something and kind of um uh, gain something it's very it's very well written and the actor kudos to him he he portrays that and he does it very well throughout the show it's um it's three episodes an hour and 20 or so each right mm-hmm. um i feel uh tex i was talking to you earlier about this i feel that the show could have used a little bit more or organization because at the end um it 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 suffers from pacing issues because they want to develop some characters Mm -hmm. um but i wish they would have expanded the show to like maybe six one hour episodes where where um they could have taken their time you know um and told this story out because um this first episode that you recently saw as well is fucking great but you could have definitely made two episodes out of that Definitely. I, that's why I'm like, you know, uh, it feels like such a movie experience. Yes. You know, like, like I finished the first episode and I was like, I even told you straight out, like, I was like, that should have been it. That's it, right? Yeah. Yeah. It would have been perfect. Like, it was a perfect little ending to like this nice little, like, you know, cause you don't need a lot of backstory for Dracula, right? Like off the rip. Yeah. Cause everybody, because Dracula is like a superhero. You know what I mean? Everybody knows the story. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like you know every everything knows, and it's like it's a doomed ending, and, and it's just like it's a brutal doomed ending. Yeah, and, and it's like the whole time you're in the palm of his hand, and it's a perfect little ninety minute experience. But then, like, I started episode two, and I was like, oh, it's a TV show. Yes, yeah, and yes. that's why I was like, that's why I got thrown off. I was just like, wow, what a good little experience. And then it's like, oh, there's more. Yes, and that's why I'm like. I, you're right. Like if we, if this first one would have been like two little hour episodes, if it were episodes, then I would get it. Like you know, I'm sure the cutoff would have been tough. You know, but like they could have figured it out. But like it, it's just a, it's a harsh little jump. Like it's definitely an adjustment. And so I, I totally get what you're saying. Where it's like it. It, I, I wish I knew it was a show instead of like three little movies. <laughs> yeah, but they call it season one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but the way things go, who knows how that, that's going to happen. But it feels a little rushed in the third episode. 
mm-hmm. they have some really like I, I and I understand the pacing stuff because of the character development that they have to kind of do to get to the point, you know. Um, but uh, it's uh, the ending, like I mentioned before, is very polarizing. Um, it could you could love it, you could hate it. I particularly loved it. Um, I understood what well for me particularly. I kind of understood what you know the character was going through like like i knew the psyche that they wanted to kind of um you know uh put out there for dracula and like it made sense to me but it can be like oh shit i don't like this at all because it it goes in a way where um it it starts to go deep into the, the lore of dracula as to why he is why his weaknesses are the, w- what they are. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah, because yeah, that's that's teased a lot in part one. But the way they play around with it, it he's, it's kind of like he's mocking, you know. And that's why I was like, it's so tight in that first episode. Yeah, because because it, it's like, yeah, the idea is there that it's like, you know, because Van or the the woman. I'm not going to just spoil it here because that's a nice little twist. Um, but she, the nun, she's like, why are his weaknesses this way? And then he's like, you'll never figure it out. And I'm like, it's just a nice little thing. You know, it's a nice little fleshing out of like this little world we're already in. And then, you know, then you get the doomed ending and you're like, oh, yeah, it's like none of that mattered. It's great. But so, but what it's thing, a show, dude, <laughs> but uh, a show that knows how to fucking use its special effects uh, budget. Oh, yeah. That's um, the thing, too. Like there the- are some fucking gnarly, radical looking uh uh, sequences in, in this mm-hmm. uh, movie show thing um, and they are just fantastic I yeah, love it's it. like they they knew I guess the Netflix like being produced by Netflix <laughs> you get it you get away with a lot more you know because it's the internet and like uh, you know because the Witcher show is like full of <laughs> full of boobies and you know and this show is full of blood and it's dope dude and like there's a scene where he's like a wolf but like it's not a clean transformation. And it's, it's, no, it's very it's, sloppy and just very like primal and raw. Dude, it's so many. There's so many fun ideas in this. Like, uh, like the thing you said with like the blood and the knowledge. Like that's so. Why hasn't that been done already? Yeah. Like, I has that been done? I, um, I don't remember. I'm not sure, but they do it very well in this show. Yeah, that's like, such a cool uh, idea. Like all throughout the show, even up until the end. Um, okay. uh, it's, it's done very well. Like, listen, like I call it pacing issues, but someone could disagree, but I feel that, um, they could have split even that third movie into like a fourth one because mm-hmm. they decided to go a direction where they wanted to, to actually uh, develop some characters and some emotions and kind of, uh, have us, uh, connect deeper more with uh, certain characters and you know what like i'm fine with that but go deeper like they kind of rushed it a little bit to get back to that kind of suspenseful thrill factor that's the best way i can put it uh but uh it's dude like it's very cool there's like some shit in the third episode that it's it's pretty dope you gotta see it um lucy is in it lucy um if you remember in um in, in coppola's version was 
Winona Ryder, who played Mina, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. her best friend, you know, who got bit, the, the redhead chick, you know, mm-hmm. uh, who pretty much had an orgasm after she got bit, you know. So uh, th- that character plays a big part in episode three. Um, and uh, it's cool that they brought everything together and you got to see it all the way through. You definitely do. Like there's like a chunk there. You're like, fuck, you know, this is a little slow. But um, see it all the way through because it's some wild shit. I mean, uh, it's it's all good because, you know, I've watched like eight hour, you know, eight eight episode shows or whatever. So it's just like this one's basically like if you did six. Yeah. And yeah. like I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it. That first one, it like it's it's a big adjustment from episode one to two. You know, yeah. I guess because the tone is completely and like the presentation. Yes. Two is like completely different. because it, it turns into um, a. A horror, a serial killer kind of deal. Yeah, it's it's like a procedural. You know, yeah. it's one of those shows. It's like every little episode has something new, but it's also like telling a bigger story. Yes, but episode two is so good in actually developing. And I'm sorry, not developing, but like showcasing how much of a fucking uh, evil person Dracula is. Nice. Um, it's it's good that way. Like they, they don't throw you the gore. Like they did in episode one, but they make up for it in just that evilness. You know, it it oozes that evilness because this dude is just is so manipulative and just so Dracula um, that they know that it's still getting you, regardless of like the lack of blood throwing. But I actually, no, there's a lot of blood, but the, the actual lack of like gory, you know, like gnarly, you know, face shit. You know, right. like um, there's there's some gnarly shit in that first one. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's a high bar to yeah. climb, I guess. Right, they, they do a good job, kind of uh, interchanging that because they're aware after you know they blew their load with all those cool practical effects in episode one, they had to kind of make up for it, so, and they do with just um, adding a lot more tension into the show and adding more. Um, more just darkness in terms of the character development. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's dope shit. I mean, yeah, dude, it's, it's cool. They, they did a good job, dude. It, I didn't know what to expect. I remember seeing a trailer for that um, mm-hmm. months ago, and I was like, "Oh, that shit looks pretty dope." Um, and I didn't know it, how what it was gonna be. I didn't know how they were gonna adapt the story. I didn't know it was gonna be a literal like you know a character for character kind of thing. Um, it's you know, fuck it. Shit's dope, man. Catch it. It's on Netflix. Who cares? You can yeah. watch it at your own pace. You know? Exactly. Like, it's it's one of those things where it's like, why not? You've you've seen worse. And, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be the better vampire experience we see this year. Because, uh... Yeah, there's no <laughs> other vampire movies coming out. Right? Like, I... I, I, I mean, look, if you want to, if you want to go all the way into it there's you know there's the morbius movie arturo oh my god <laughs> i was like wait a minute no I'm like there's no other vampire movie like you know what are you talking yeah. about fucking the the spider-man villain fucking uh michael morbius i think that's what his name is he's he's now a jared leto vehicle 
in the um, Venom universe, I think. Honestly, um, I don't get it. Mm, I, I mean, look, look how mad Jared Leto probably is. Fucking Joaquin Phoenix is probably going to win an Oscar for his Joker, you know, and, and Jared Leto got like canned. I mean, listen, <laughs> and now he's, now he's playing like a vampire. In listen, a- <laughs> listen, listen. This dude's got to chill. He has an Oscar, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. He has right? an Oscar Didn't for uh, Dallas or- Fires Club, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, you know, he's good. I'm assuming he's good. He's just he, he now he's just being a dick. You know, Word. now he's probably just being Jared Leto. You know, yeah, yeah. he got he, he got his fucking statue. Um, you know, Joaquin Phoenix has a statue too. Let's not forget that for Walk the Line. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, so it's not like you know, as these guys first rodeo. Yeah, it's like Joaquin Phoenix didn't even need the Joker. The Joker but, needed him. You know, like. Yeah. Leto's Joker, you know, it sucks. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe also we have to uh, attribute that to David Ayer, right? Yeah. Um, maybe he wanted that kind of Joker. So because it, like, I don't know. I wonder how that went. Like, I wonder if uh, Ayer went to Leto and was like, "Hey, listen, what kind? Like, what are you thinking about the Joker? You know, like, yeah. what kind of uh, thoughts he- do you have to his portrayal?" Yeah, someone someone didn't edit themselves basically, and then we got that. But you know what? It, that's one of those things where it's like it probably sounded like a good idea when they're on set, you know. And then then they started seeing the reactions online, and we're like, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was too late to go back because you know, little mm-hmm. you know is a method actor, uh, oh, a method yeah. actor supposedly, right? Yeah. Um, so he was wonder- probably you know knee deep in joker bullshit when Dude, it was too late to turn around he's like uh it's too late now i'm, I'm too deep man yeah i wonder he's- how he prepared for morbius the fucking did you okay so that trailer right it it looked like something we got in like 2006 dude it, it's kind of wild like i i don't know what it, it looks is. dated it, it definitely looks dated. The movie looks dated. Um, <laughs> Baletto looks dated because it looks like a 30 Seconds to Mars music video. That's yeah. probably why. It, it takes me back to high school days. No wonder you said 06. I would say more like uh, probably uh, 03 maybe. Yeah, it's like – it's definitely like 03, 04, dude. Fucking it's, Jared Leto. Dude, and then it has the whole superhero thing of like he's skinny but then he wakes up buff and then like – Yeah, the Tobey Maguire Jays. Yeah, and then it's supposed <laughs> to be in like this Spider-Man universe, and I I don't fucking I know mean, what's going they on. Have, Michael Keaton they was have in uh, it. Michael Keaton back, right? So he's playing yeah. Vulture, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, that's definitely Vulture. Like, why would they throw Michael Keaton in as some other character? So that's right? cool. If you got Michael Keaton, who's fucking solid, and he his portrayal as Vulture was fantastic. Um, that was the best part of the movie, man. Yeah, um, I mean, if if you're if this is using it to like set up center, like a Sinister Six in like a future Spider-Man movie, okay, whatever. That's cool. As long as you get the real, you know, the good Spider-Man in there, it's gonna be good. Because you know, like I'm just surprised they would have a solo Morbius movie. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. such a side character, in my opinion. That it's like, like the, the side of the side characters too. Like, I mean, it's, it's like a having a booster gold movie. You know? yeah. <laughs> Yo, I I wouldn't mind like a little Netflix show, a fucking Booster Gold or DC Universe. Yeah, but you see, like that small screen is. stuff, that's cool yeah. shit. Like that's that's acceptable. That's where you You're kind right. of have to take those risks on. It's on the small screen. It's not the big screen. You know, like Morbius, small screen, fine. I'm down with it. Je- 
Like even even with fucking Leto, you know. Honestly, if Jared Leto did a TV like a Morbius TV show, like on one of these streaming pl- like on Disney Plus, yeah. and was like, oh, Morbius show, yo, like, I think I think it would have been way better. Fucking received. uh, this is dude um from Green Book, isn't he playing Blade? Right? Yeah, Mahershala Ali. Yeah, yeah. so he's gonna be the new Blade, correct? Yeah. Um, is they're gonna no, dude? I, they're no, not gonna this, tie anything in. No, it's gonna be totally separate, right? Yeah, yeah. Because the MCU, I think they're Spider Man's gonna be in it for like the last movie, and then I think they're just gonna take that chunk and then be like, oh, this is still Spider Man's part. But I, I feel like they're gonna get away. Like they're gonna get away with it. Like they're just gonna be like, oh, this is MCU adjacent, but just never call it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a way to get around licensing shit and still be in the same universe. You know, uh, fans can pretend. Like we're smart. We're fine. Wow. Let's see what happens. Um, it, it, yeah. I don't know. Fucking man. vampires, dude. I but, mean. Yeah, but go watch Dracula, people. It's, uh, it's a <laughs> yeah, decent watch. Go watch that instead of the Morbius trailer, I guess. It, it, right? Definitely watch <laughs> the first episode of uh, of Dracula. It's, yeah. uh, it's awesome. Yeah, if nothing else, watch that first one because it is, it is a complete experience. I will say that. Yeah. But shit, man. Fuck. Um, we're halfway through fucking January and my schedule's fucking stacked. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, there's a bunch of horror movies coming out this year, uh, like a good fucking chunk of handful of remakes and sequels and stuff like that. Just earlier this year, right? Earlier this year, meaning two weeks ago, right? For uh, the Grudge, right? Yeah, we started on a remake. We started, yeah. we started on, and we might end on it, right? Because Halloween is the only confirmed uh, movie late in the year so far. The only confirmed horror movie. Yeah, it's it's the only one for like actually releasing in October, right? That Halloween Kills, so right? Yeah, that's the one, right? It's Halloween Kills, yeah, yeah, because Ends yeah. is is a year Ends after. Ends is right? the third one. Oh man, that's Dude, that's gonna be the thing. Right? That's Ooh. exciting. Um, but yeah, it's uh, we talk about it all the time. The remakes, you know, the sequels, the reboots, whatever the fuck you want to call it, but mm-hmm. it's. It's a necessary evil in horror, but it's also kind of like, you know, it's a little upsetting, you know? I want to see some kind of original shit. That Atlas yeah. movie for uh that 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 uh, um Atlas movie for example that we spoke about the other week, right? Mm-hmm. Um that's original. I haven't seen something like that. That's cool shit. Like it looks dark. Yeah, um, there's a lot of gore in the trailer itself too. So yeah. like even and then there's like there's maybe kid death. And like, oh, you know, dude, you know you, me, you know, I'm like, you know, us at course, <laughs> love our kid deaths, you know? Yeah. Like if you're going to do it, kill the kids, man. Obviously, you know, it. obviously in the concerts of horror movies, people, you know, yeah. um, that, <laughs> seriously, right? Come on. No, no, of course. Of course. Like, um, yeah. But yeah, you know, you, you've got to, you got to kill the kids. You got to kill the kids, you know, it, it makes yeah. an impact and it, it, it shows the audience that you mean fucking business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's the darkest thing you can do in a movie. You know, yeah, so like it, let's see. Fucking, I have a little list here in front of mm-hmm. me of uh, of movies in 2020. We, uh, like I said, Grudge. We passed a Grudge. We spoke about Underwater, which is like fucking pretty much Awakening Cthulhu. Um, yeah, a secret, like a secret Lovecraft movie. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. fucking wild. That was great, though. It was great just to witness that because I had no idea what the fuck, and I was like, holy shit, that's Cthulhu. I'm watching The Turning, which is that uh, Turning of the Screw. 
story, so I, you know, I never read it, honestly. Um, I know of it. It has that Finn kid, Finn Wolford from Stranger mm-hmm. Things. Mm-hmm. I don't like his face. So look, he's <laughs> he's in a lot of stuff. He's and in too many things. Yeah, because it's like I get it. Like that's the thing. Like I can't fault him for getting that check. You know, where it's like they want you now, so go get the money now, right? Like it's kind of like the Macaulay Culkin thing, right? Where it's like you uh, you saw Macaulay Culkin in twenty thousand movies all at that one time because that's when he's hot and he banked on it. So yeah, like, what was that one? Uh, the Good Son was it called? Uh, was it the good son? No, no, was it with, with Elijah Wood? Right, where he yeah. plays the bad kid. Yeah, I think so. Was it the good son? Hold on, let me just—I uh, gotta find out. <laughs> no, but that's what I mean. Like, I can't—I can't blame him for getting the check. But also at the same time, I—I I don't want to see him in everything. Like, yes, it was the uh, good dir- son, by the way. Casting producers and directors need to think outside that box. You know, instead of being like, "Oh, we need a Finn Wolfhard type. Let's get Finn Wolfhard." Like, he no, shows up. By the way, uh, he shows up later on in the year in the Ghostbusters remake. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We we definitely discussed that one, and I'm down for it. Why not? Because I'm down it, for it. Um, it, yeah. it has that little girl from uh, from Annabelle three, mm-hmm. which we both liked. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Hannah Grace, I think her name is. Um, I forget. Um, but uh, she was a really good actress. I'm excited yeah, about and her, and she's the lead. So yes, like, I definitely exactly. like she held down Annabelle three. So I kind of want to know 100%. what what she can do in something that's not like particularly horror but like more like a general kind of movie she's egon's yeah. granddaughter right i think yeah, that's, yeah, that's the, the angler that's taking. the implication right. yeah dope um i'm down for that um and then they have uh this adaptation of gretel and hansel or hansel mm-hmm. and gretel but the movie's called gretel hansel it uh it features the actress from uh from it the Barbara, right? The the girl who played Barbara, uh, Sophia Lillis. Uh, so it looks creepy. It looks cool. You know, I'm down to see it. I hope it's good, especially for her career, because she's a good little actress. So I'm hoping uh, she does well. Uh, uh, it looks like the load is going to be on her back. So I'm hoping she comes through because she did mm-hmm. a good job in it. So hopefully it's a platform for her. You know how you always say there's usually one actress or one actor in like a horror movie that does really well. And then you see them pop up in everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is her thing because I believe she did it. She did it chapter two. She appeared in some Nancy Drew movie. I think she uh, made or something for, there for Nickelodeon. Nancy, there's a Nancy Drew movie. Yeah. Uh, she, she made like a Nancy Drew movie for Nickelodeon. I think. Well, good for her. Yeah. So, you know, she's <laughs> popping up in a bunch of stuff and, um, Hopefully the movie's good. Uh, it looks creepy. It has that that it has an old lady that looks like a creepy little witch. Yeah, so. it's it, it goes back to the Dracula conversation, right? Where it's like you know what this is already. So yeah. it's like what what can you do? What exactly? What can you do with it? You know, um, and it, it it goes back to our usual conversation about reboots. Like mm-hmm. you know, if you have a concept that we all know, just fucking just go for it. You know. Just show me something different. Don't just do the same old shit. Um, and then there's uh, for Valentine's Day, Fantasy Island comes out. I mean, look, speak. I guess going back to the reboot thing again, uh, it's a horror take on that original TV show yes. that I've never seen because that was before our time. And that like, was yeah, I've never been interested in that before. But like you told me, it was a show. I was like, oh yeah, there was that show. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I that's. Fucking, let's see what happens. It looks. It's, it also looks like it. 
uh, an outdated movie, by the way. Dude, it definitely looks like going back to Morbius. Like, this is yes. all tied back together, right? This, this looks, looks like, like uh, an early Saw kind of movie, like a Saw-era, early yeah. Saw-era movie. This was definitely, like, 2010 that we got this trailer. If that, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, Maggie Q's in it, so we got to take oh, it Oh, yeah, that's taking it way back, right? <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Shout Maggie out. Q. You're yeah, no, great. shout out to Nikita. She, I was but all she's in been around it. for a while, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I was all in on Nikita, dude, and then they canceled that shit. Wow, but wow. um it's weird because there's like no directors, I guess, attached to it, because it's Blumhouse's Fantasy Island. Like, why make that distinction in like the in the marketing, right? Like in the title. It's so weird. I, I don't know. Maybe Blumhouse weird. was like it, that's not even their first big reboot anyway. Like they did Halloween. So, like, it's so weird. You know what? Like, I guess they treat every movie kind of big, you know, which is cool because, like, yeah, it's cool for that little project or that idea to kind of get the same attention they would with a Halloween. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but it's a bum house. And like we've said before, like, uh, I we definitely respect them. Yeah, like but they got some stinkers, you know. They do they do have some stinkers and this looks like one. <laughs> yeah, this, it, it definitely does. Um it it's PG thirteen, I think, too. Which is yeah, always that's, problematic. It's definitely blockbuster rental era, man. Like, um, I, I definitely think like I'm thinking about the movie right now and I'm like, I see myself as like a you know, growing up, like just renting it from a blockbuster for a day, you know. And another blockbuster rental coming out that same month is uh, The Boy 2. Ooh, okay. Um, I've seen The Boy, right? It, mm-hmm. um, it had a decent concept. So pretty much the doll's not alive or anything like that. The doll's not possessed at all, which is weird because this is what part two is promoting. So the um the doll pretty much was just there, but the real and antagonist was this dude, right, living inside the house, like, and using the walls to travel around the house, moving the doll around, kind of terrorizing the person inside the house, right? Which I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, right? Um, I didn't expect that at all. I thought it was like a doll possession kind of bullshit. But this part two, according to the trailer I saw, they kind of do the possession possessed doll thing because um that's what it seemed like um and katie holmes is in it wow which also threw me for a loop but i'm like oh katie holmes that's where you've been making bronze speaking of the 2000s man yeah yeah (laughs) and then uh the the month of february ends with the invisible man which i'm pretty stoked to see because it looks like an interesting uh, an interesting concept yeah, it's like Hollow Man two, just serious. Yeah, <laughs> serious with a, a, a better actor in it. With um, yo, uh, what's your name from uh, the Handmaid's Tale? Oh, uh, Elizabeth Moss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's a good actress. I feel that she can carry load if there is, and it looks super emotional too. Like the trailer, like like it looks like she's fucking going through hell because her. Was it her ex-husband or her boyfriend died or something yeah, like that and left her like what five million dollars and the house as long as mm-hmm. she uh, uh, can show that she's mentally competent, right? And right. now with this dude discovering some invisible technology, she's she's driving her fucking crazy. So it looks it looks pretty fucking neat. 
Yeah, it's like this abusive husband who's like going the extra mile to be super abusive, and it's it's like I I definitely want to see where like that's an idea. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what I'm like. Yeah, exactly. like that's that's someone like someone legit sat down one day and was like, I have this idea, and now I'm like, you know what? I want to see it through. I definitely want to see it. Yeah, and then um, another uh, sequel in uh, in the month of March this time is A Quiet Place Two. But this sequel I'm excited about because uh, the first one was great. And this uh, second one, I, I'm pretty stoked because they got to Cillian Murphy and right. he's a solid actor. So I'm really glad they actually have somebody that's solid working with uh, with Emily Blunt as well. Um, yeah, because it's, it's all performance based. Yes, it's not it is. like. Because there's so like such a lack of dialogue in that first one, yeah. it's like if you if you can't keep up with the rest of them, then it's like don't be in the movie. Yeah, like, ex- exactly. And Cillian Murphy is is awesome. Uh, if you guys remember him from Twenty Eight Days Later, right? He was mm-hmm. great. Twenty Eight Days Later, he was absolutely great as Scarecrow. Just you know his intensity to the role. You know he's just a good actor, and I'm glad they got him to kind of um, you know be that other anchor. That's needed because it, yeah, it's other kids he, as well. The movie and mm-hmm. it can't be all it can't be all um uh blunt. Yeah, you know? yeah. Word like he he's already injecting like a weird intent like a weird new energy into it. Yeah, and I definitely want like that's another thing where I'm like it's it clearly looks like a sequel where they had another idea. Yes, it's like now yeah. it's like a natural extension of like where the first one went. So now I'm like. I, 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 it's the same thing where I'm like, fuck it. I want to see where this goes. Yeah, yeah. And I think it, um, it takes place right after that, uh, the first one, maybe, or a little bit after, because they're wearing the same thing and she's, the baby's still a baby. And, uh, yeah, fucking bring it. So, so then we get to April. We got uh, the new mutants, which, I've been excited to see since they've fucking talked about it years ago. Dude, it's it, this is like another cabin in the woods situation. Yeah, man. I, and I'm hoping it's good. Like, if you're gonna delay this shit for this long, I am just hoping it's good. Do you know why they delayed it by any chance? Okay, so it got lost in the the Fox and Disney shuffle. So, like, New Mutants was one of like the you know it. They ended up releasing Dark Phoenix, but this one was going to be released in like the same year. Yeah. Or, or like the year prior. Like, I forget what the whole thing was, but it, it basically just got lost whenever the X-Men got folded under Disney. So like Disney basically put it on the shelf. And now for some reason they're deciding, I guess to like, it's either a write off or it's like a, no, if it were a tax write off, we'd never see it. So this one's probably just like, let's go get as much, let's get whatever we can out of this, right? Because otherwise it would have been like released on Hulu or like, no, it probably would have been released on Hulu, if anything. Should have done it on Disney Plus. Yeah. All right. But yeah. um, it has uh, um, Anya Taylor-Joy in it. It has Maisie mm-hmm. Williams in it. It has uh, a Charlie Heaton in it. So it has some solid, you know, young actors in it. Um, I'm just hoping the story's good. Yeah, it's that's the thing. Like, what sucks is about it being so delayed is that, like, like a, a calling back to Cameron in the Woods, like that movie was also put on the shelf for like six years. Yeah, but like when it finally came out, it was good, and yes. that's why it survived. Yes. So, like, this one has to be like it can't be like mixed in between like its comic book roots and like the horror stuff it wants to do. Like, it has to nail it. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Like it, it has to land. 
no nope. buts at all man mm-hmm. that's a lot of pressure for it yeah nope. uh, it's it's unfair pressure because it's like that movie was not made with that kind of thing in mind you know it, it was just like let's make it but now it's like oh it has to be perfect dude let's see what happens dude mm-hmm. uh it comes out on april 3rd so my uh, and then on april 17th we get antlers which we already mm-hmm. spoke about um, in depth uh, in, in previous, you know, cast. So check out the archive, people. It's there. Um, <laughs> and then we get um, this one called Antebellum. Have you heard of it? Have you seen the trailer? So that's the one where they're in the cabin, right? That, and it's – is that is that the one where it's like a, a, a stepmom and the two kids? That's so – no. Uh, this is the one with Janelle Monet. Oh, okay. So – I is that the okay? Let, you just explain our show because now I'm like I I think it's the uh, I want to say it's the it's like the period piece one right? It's a very different looking thing. All right, so according to this, all right, Janelle Monae starts as as a successful author named Veronica who finds herself alternately in a modern day and what looks to be an old time slave plantation in the deep south. There we go. Ghosts okay. and such are also involved, but the film is still mostly a mystery. So that's what uh, um, they write about it. Um, it looks trippy as fuck. It's A24, I think. Okay, okay. Maybe. Um, maybe. Maybe. It, it would explain it because A24 often produces just weird things. Yeah. So. Um, but if it, if it's A24 backed, it has to have some sort of substance to it. And then we get to uh, to May where there's this uh, untitled Saw project supposedly coming out written by Chris Rock. So uh, as, of, as of this recording, it, it, there was a, a rumored title that came out that uh, it's called a spiral book of saw. I think that's what the the rumor title is for this new one, and it's I'm I'm assuming it's just like a or it's like book of jigsaw or something like that. So it's probably it, it's probably going to be fine. Like it's not going to be revolutionary or anything. And like and Chris Rock, he he gave an interview where he stated that like he took on this project because it's not what people expected of him. And, like, I I kind of want to see that. Like, I, you know, it, it's the same thing with, like, Invisible Man and, like, Quiet Place 2 that we were talking about. It's, like, yeah. it, he had an idea. Fuck it, right? Um, he yeah. did good with, um, what was that one that he that he directed and wrote? Uh, Top 5, was it? Oh, Top 5 is so good. Yeah, that was a really good movie. So, yeah, I got faith in Chris Rock and he's the man. So Yeah, it, it's one of those things. Like, it, it, it'll probably be fun. Like, cause I like the Saw movies. I don't think I've talked about them here on this show, but, um. Didn't you uh, watch like all of them, right? Yeah, yeah. I watched all of them in like a week. And then it was, it was pretty wild, like seeing how, like, it, it's kind of like Halloween, where, you know, I guess before they shuffled it with the new one, where it's like it was all one, con- or no, it's more like the Child's Play stuff, where it's like one continuous story. Yes, and it, it never strays from that story. It's always like oh, you have to watch the last one in order to get to this one, you know. And it's just one long story, and I, I've always appreciated that. So it's like I fuck it. It's at the end of the day, <laughs> it is it is just a premise about somebody killing somebody with weird shit. So like you know, cool. I, I just hope there's fun weird shit in it. Um, yeah, let's let's see what happens, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that takes us to June, where we get the remake of Candyman. Yes, June twelfth. Yeah, that's the one backed by uh, Jordan Jordan Peele's Monkey Paw Productions, mm-hmm. I think. That is correct. He apparently co-wrote it and is producing it. 
oh, okay, good. Like, and it's, it's a very, like, the original one, um, so the was it's like a clive barker story right and yes then it got adapted into like this this more inherently like black story and it became like much stronger because of that new identity so it's like i want to see you know but it was still like a it was still like a white director so like i i definitely want to see like what a more distinct black voice in a knowledge of that community turns this it, like you know what i mean well tony like, todd is back in it oh okay cool like so they got him which is pretty cool yeah even if he just shows up like that's good enough for me no apparently know? um is he Candyman? i think he's Candyman. man as, oh. as it's saying here he's set to return to his signature role Oh, which they, is okay. dope you know what because they then you it. don't have to you know th- think about a freaking like uh a new actor, you know, playing Candyman. Because yeah, they did it then. It's going to be good. Because, it's like, be- exactly. Be- because Candyman is this monster, quote unquote, he can do it. Like, it doesn't have to have an age behind it, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, in terms of, of him playing it. Um, and it's Tony Todd. So, like, even if yeah. he's just, like, all he needs to do is let him talk and just let him, Exactly. Like, be, he's he's going to be all be Tony in- Todd about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's pretty cool. Um, and then uh, in July, we get another sequel over here. The Purge 5 apparently is coming out this year. Hmm. Um, and it's going to apparently take place after the events of election year, hmm. um, which saw, um, you know, the Purge Night so, Outlawed, right? Yeah. So it's a proper sequel then. Yes. It's a proper okay. sequel and supposed ending to the franchise. Hmm. Um, okay. I'm down. I like The Purge. I yeah, definitely enjoyed uh, the first Purge that came yeah, out a couple years with, back. With this next one, what they'll do is they'll bring back that guy, and he's just more hardened and more experienced, you know? And I'm down for that. Yeah, it, I, I'm hoping fucking uh, uh, Frank Grillo comes back, right? Yeah, him and uh, who is the who is the main guy in First Purge? Um, like, the, the one we see, like, you know, start taking on everything. Oh, like, dude, I, fucking... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like shoutouts to him that I'm blanking on his name right now. But but like, again though a- that because remember he was in the first purge, so that's yeah. years later. You know, yeah. So so imagine imagine him years him later coming probably, out, right? That'd be yeah. fucking dope, dude. Bring him back, bring Frank Grillo back, and just like you know, close it out. You know, because the the show's not good. Uh, season two wasn't like ugh. Like there's a reason no one talks about the Purge TV shows. Yeah, like we we sat through uh, some of the episodes of the first one. Like you saw the whole thing, right? The first. Yeah, season. yeah, <laughs> and yeah, we. Uh, our, I think I sat through buddy, a bunch of them with you too. And, yeah, you did. Yeah. You you finished it with us too. Yeah, yeah, and, I did. But like uh, John and I, our buddy John, like we John and I sat through the whole ten episodes, and we were both like, "Well, that was a thing." <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a thing they did. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, enough about purge stuff. We'll Your see what words. happens next up on the docket. We have uh, Escape Room Two. The first one we spoke about a little bit. That you know, it was a cool idea. It was cool. That's it. I'm it surprised. Like, I'm surprised they're making part two. I didn't know part one made that kind of money where they can do a part two. Yeah, uh, just I guess like the best we can hope is just like more cool like escape room stuff. But it's like it already played its hand. You know what do you what do you do? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. So that was in August. The um, another one in August that comes out. Apparently, James Wan is directing something titled 
Malignant Man. It's something, it's a graphic novel he wrote in 2011, apparently. I guess, I guess when we get closer to it and if we start seeing stuff, you know, it, it's hard to just be like all in on a, like an original idea, right? Like, it, it's just, like, I, I'm, well, you I know what it's though? Good. It's, uh, it's James Wan. Yeah. So like, it, it's, and I, I it guess is I'll give him original, a little, you know, a little bit, you know, I'll throw him a bone here, you know, if yeah, it it's, sucks. It's an, it's an original idea. Like he, he got to do it because he did Aquaman. Like, exactly. This, I was just gonna say. Is, I'm like, this is the one that the, he's gonna. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs> you know what? So hopefully, with that in mind, hopefully it's dope. Right? Yeah, that's true. Because this is probably like his pet project. Like he, he's probably been wanting to do this for a long time. What is that know? about, malignant man? I mean, look. It, it, if it's anything like what he's done so far, I mean, it's probably going to be all that astral projection, you know, haunting stuff. And why not? Uh, with that said, since we're talking about James Wan, on September 11th of uh, this year, we get The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It. Right. It's, um, this is the official Conjuring 3. Even good, though, like, yeah. Annabelle 3 felt like Conjuring 3, right? Yeah. Like, we, I, we get uh, uh, the Warrens back. Right. Mm-hmm. It's based on the first real court case in which a defendant blamed demonic possession for a murder he'd been accused of. So that sounds kind of interesting. Um, cool. I'm fucking down for it. Um, I'm yeah. curious of the rating it's going to get because the last two have gotten R, to be fair. Um, right. Even part two. But part two didn't really feel like an R. Um, it felt like uh, maybe a, a harder PG-13 maybe. But it wasn't even that crazy, honestly. Yeah, because those, those movies, you don't really need the R. Like it's it's a, like I think we've discussed this before too, where it's like you can do a lot with in a haunting in a good haunting thriller. You can do a lot with PG thirteen. Yeah, you, you can't do everything. You can't you do can everything, do but uh, but you can do what you need to. I think in order mm. to get to your point. Um, hey, let's see what happens. Fuck it, um, I'm down. Absolutely. I like Patrick Wilson. I'm glad Vera Farmiga's back too. You know. Yeah, because um, you know, yeah. like it. Annabelle, uh, Annabelle Comes Home was just, like, a much, like, it was instantly better because they were in it. And if they're in a movie full-time, then it's going to be great. Yeah. Agreed. Um, next up in September is this movie called Last Night in Soho. Um, it's a psychological horror movie directed by Edgar Wright. Um, okay. So that should be interesting. Um, apparently, it's set in London. Nothing else. Uh, oh, Anya, you know- Anya Taylor-Joy is in it. Oh, okay, good for her. So, like, it there's there's a good idea there. Then, yeah, like, it's he, Edgar Wright. He's earned it. Like, um, like I I wasn't a huge fan of Baby Driver. I I like a lot of it. I like Baby Driver. It, yeah, like it's it's just it's a fun thing. I'm not gonna like praise it or anything, but I like Baby Driver. I'm not gonna yeah. watch it again. <laughs> exactly. I sit in that exact <laughs> same spot where I'm like, I saw it and yeah. it was fine. Yeah, like it, it, was, it was it was it was dope when I saw it, but I'm not gonna watch it again. And that's you know, and with Edgar Wright, at least we know it's gonna be solid for that first experience at least. <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm still curious what he would have done with that man, right? Yeah, what a shame. Imagine, Imagine that world. Yeah, dude. dude. Because he did a good job with Scott Pilgrim. That was super dope. All those visuals were awesome, right? Yeah, dude. Paul Rudd under Edgar Wright. I'm, like, the possibilities. It would have been gold, honestly. <laughs> it would have been. You know what? We don't deserve it. <laughs> you know? that's, that's probably what it is. It's just we suck as people. <laughs> There's a universe out there where they got it and they deserve it. We don't. But um, <laughs> uh, you know what, what we do deserve, though, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Halloween Kills, October 16th. Oh, 
Absolutely. Um, Halloween kills, man. Um, and Halloween ends. The whole Halloween topic. I just feel it's just too much to talk about right now. But yeah. um, we know that Halloween kills will follow Michael Myers, I guess, after we saw him you know, burn up in that, uh, in that house. But Laurie Shore is back. Jamie Lee Curtis is back, obviously. Um, the same players um, as the one that came out in 2018. No, 2018. Yeah, yeah, this... It's a trilogy that when like they announced Halloween Kills and Ends, it was set in stone that they had a whole trilogy in mind from the beginning, like before they went out and did this at all. So like it, it's it's starting off on a better foot than Star Wars, right? <laughs> hey, they had an idea, right? They had a full idea. They had a full and- fucking start to end trilogy, which is dope. I'm excited about it. They did a great job with Halloween, obviously. Uh, right. You know. Yeah, Laurie's gonna die in part two, though. Like, I think I think we came to that conclusion in our Halloween top. Like, we had a whole Halloween episode. Go yeah. check that out in the backlogs. Word. But um, but uh, they, like I, they have to, right? Like, I think have- it's safe to say that you have other actors that can pass on. Like, I think that girl, um, her granddaughter did a good job. And uh, Judy Greer was there too, as well. She did a good job too. All right, so yeah, you could, like, like it was it was setting the stage definitely. Like you know, because the whole thing is like the trauma continues, right? Like it's yes. like Michael Michael Myers fucked her up as a kid, and she got so messed up in the head, like she messed up her kid, her and daughter, her kid's who now kid. messed up her grandkid, right? Yes, absolutely. So it's like you, you know, and and to raise the stakes even more, you do have. I I feel like Laurie's probably gonna bite it in part two. And then, you know, in part three, we get it, uh, we get an end. Like, that's, that's the hope, right? That there's not like a Halloween after all this. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> like, um, I, I don't even know. Cause you already did, uh, you did fucking, uh, it was the season of the witch, right? Where it's like you, you already tried a, a non Michael Myers Halloween. Well, it's and- not possible to have a non Michael Myers Halloween because Michael Myers is Halloween. Right. It's like having a Friday the 13th without Jason. You know, Ooh, or yeah, a nightmare, of, a nightmare of Elm Street without Kruger. It's like that's who they are. The movie is based around them. That's the movie. You know, like we're there for the bad guy. We're not there for the good guys. The good guys always change. It just so happens that in Halloween we have Laurie's, this continuing story. But in the past Halloweens, they've all been different victims. You know what I mean? Um, right. it's, it's always been Michael Myers doing his thing, or Jason, or Freddy, or or fucking uh, or Victor Crowley, or fucking Chucky, um, or even fucking Pinhead. You know what I mean? Like this, that's true. It's, it's all based around them. That's just them yeah. doing their shit. Like yeah, no matter no matter how much changes, that one thing has to stay the same. That's yeah. why we're there, in my opinion. We're there right. to see what this guy's gonna do to people. You know, because who goes to fucking who goes to the movies to see you know who this random good guy's gonna do? You know, like it's not happening. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not like a superhero movie. Like yeah. we go in, we go into horror movies expecting the worst in the story. Yeah, right. Where it's like you expect things to get continually worse, and then maybe even like the worst, like maybe death. And like uh, the movies that always give us like a. That's why I'm like, I'm hoping part two takes her out because then like what a way to end that one, right? Listen, I got no problem with that, man. Um, because again, <laughs> I'm there for Michael Myers. <laughs> Absolutely, because it's it, he. She'll just become another victim in his fucking line. Yeah. Wow. Let's see what happens, man. Yo, uh, fucking just had a random thought a little while hmm. ago. I just, had, I just wanted to share. Um, I'm not sure if I've talked to you about this before, 
like why you know when people get like possessive movies and shit mm-hmm. um like why are the demons so vulgar yeah uh I, we've yeah we have discussed this before we, in we like talked a- about this before I think in like our, our conjuring episode when we were talking about like I, I you know but that the thing is like the more I see these movies the more my answer changes too right where it's just like it, it's kind of like whatever fits the narrative you know and you if you need like let's say it depends on who your human characters are like if you have a human character that's so like puritanical and so like um, take Dracula right yeah where Dracula has the nuns they're like so you have you have Dracula himself saying the most, like, he's saying crude and vulgar stuff to them. Yo, but uh, speaking of Dracula, do you notice how, like, you know, he changed into this, like, kind of handsome dude, but then his nails were fucking gross? <laughs> yeah, man, it's great. Like, you always remember he's a monster. Exactly. It's a, it's a good detail. Yep. It, but, uh, but yeah, that's the thing where it's like, it, it just, it, I guess it's whatever is going to shake the humans the most. The classic example is The Exorcist. And The Exorcist, it, it, it's so vulgar because it's like the humans and the audience, we don't expect that type of stuff. <laughs> you yeah. cunting daughter shit. Yeah. And like, you know, and it's this little girl saying this stuff on top of everything else. So it's just like, what is it? It's, it's a balance of extremes. And it's like, what is, if you need to go extreme, you go extreme. If not, if, it, if the story's more about, like, exercising the actual thing. And it, 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 remember Evil Dead? Remember how it started? Oh, yeah. Where, yeah. where it's like, you know, then you go, it, it went super all in all the way because it was telling us that, like, oh, this was this kind of movie. Exactly. But it was also another weapon the demon had when it was strapped down. It's kind of like, you know, if the demon can't attack, maybe that's it. If the demon can't attack, they use their mouth. You know, yeah, it's like they, it's fucking, yeah, that's, they go through the dictionary of vulgarity. Word. It's and it's hilarious. Like, it's like, God yeah. damn. It's like, you know, that's, that's some angry shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like whatever, whatever it takes. It's, <laughs> it's whatever it takes to fucking, I mean, my favorite possession in a movie is probably, uh, this is the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, where he's like, is it Jay? Is it compelling me? That's funny shit. You know what it is? Like, the demons just always try to offend, right? So, like, what's yeah. the most offensive shit they can tell, you know, they can say to somebody kind of crap? Yeah. So, that's it. Like, it, it, like there you go. That's another example. This is the end. Those guys all speak that way anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, it's like him just saying cuss words and saying, like, different, like, mixes of those cuss words aren't gonna, isn't going to have the impact. But, like, like his snide, sarcastic comments like have the most impact. So it's just like whatever you need in that moment, or whatever the demon needs in that moment to hurt the most. You know? Yeah, man, fucking demons, bro. Because <laughs> that's they're Always evil. Cursing like, that's, up a cursing up a storm, those bastards. Because that's the thing; they're evil, right? I know. So it's like, what, what, what is the most evil thing they can do in the moment? And if it's just going all in on like the wickedest shit, like. Ooh, but that's the other thing, Arturo. Who's writing this stuff? <laughs> They're having a lot of fun, and tell you that though, dude. Word, right? Like someone, like when you write this stuff, you have to like sit in a room somewhere and just come up with the most vile shit you can think of. Oh, uh, I think uh, I think we'll be pretty good at that. <laughs> I know. Like every episode, we're like kill the kids. <laughs> Listen, as long as you kill a lot of babies and shit. 
Yo, you kill some oh, kids. Oh, dude, Dracula. There you go. That's another reason it's good. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. That's right. Kill the kids, you man. Got, you yeah. got to kill the babies, dude. Oh, um, man. It's, uh, yeah. Well, I think that's it. Yeah, that's basically 2020 in horror, man. That's, like, that is that is 2020 in horror. Um, There's also a lot of cool stuff probably coming out in you know, and obviously we'll bring that to you as as they come along. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm pretty stoked about this one called uh, The Color of Space, coming out next month. The Color Out of Space. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's an H.P. Lovecraft um, story. Um, Nate Cage is in it, so Ooh, I'm pretty okay. stoked about that. I think it's the same dude. No, it's not the same dude who did Mandy. I think it's the same producers who did Mandy. Um, are doing it. I forget who the director is, but uh, the director is also considering, um, doing a movie about, uh, uh, the horror of Dunwich, which is my favorite HP Lovecraft story. So, um, I'm pretty excited about that. If that is the case, um, what else is there? I think that's it. Um, in terms of major movies coming out in in horror, um, in terms of horror, what else comes out this year? We get Wonder Woman in June, right? Yes, Wonder Woman 1984. I saw a trailer uh, they, the other day in, in theaters for Star Wars. When I was watching Star Wars, I with the kids. I saw a trailer of Wonder Woman 84. It looks pretty dope. Dude, um, uh, it looks fun. Same thing with uh, Harley Quinn coming out in February. I'm I'm pretty excited about that one. Uh, me too. That one me. looks uh, like it's going to be a fun movie. Um, it, it looks like, um, what's her face? Uh, uh, Harley Quinn. Hmm? Uh, she's going to be stretching. Uh, Mar- yeah, Margot yeah, Margo Robbie is going to be uh expanding her acting abilities a lot more than she did in the first one which is great um, yeah like it's it's finally like a harley quinn i i bet that's the reason she ap- signed on in the first place yeah an appropriate harley quinn movie yeah yeah like it's she probably wanted this type of harley quinn from the beginning but then then got stuck with david ayer and who knows what happened and it's rated r mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. dude so they're going all dude, in on it that's it i'm sold and that's the thing like we you know that's like what we, you we know talk- what that's what dc's fucking doing though man. yes yes because that we've talked about like how dc can separate itself and it's like this is the way you do it you go all in on like the uh, like not a joker quote, right yeah the quote-unquote adult stuff yeah right where it's like you you go the hard r you but do we've it, always like, said that I, I know i've always been a big proponent um of dc stuff because dc stuff is darker like the yeah. story stuff uh, that they put out and the character stuff they put out is um is usually darker um in terms of what Marvel is outputting. Like like Marvel is more colorful stuff. Like DC's always been darker in terms of color yeah. too. I mean, quite literally, uh JJ Abrams' bad robot company is producing uh Justice League Dark. Yes. Like, uh, yes. So, so Dark has um, like Constantine in it, uh fucking Etrigan. Uh, uh Swamp Thing is in it, I think as well. Swamp Thing, um, Zatan is in it. Dead Man, yeah. Um, the, the animated one they did with Batman and Justice League Dark. Oh, that um, one's good. That one's really good too. I like that one. Um, if Dude. you haven't seen it, like go out and watch that one. That's dope. Again, DC with their animated movies are fantastic. I have no problem with them releasing hard R fucking superhero movies yeah. and fucking animated movies, man. They're, Fuck they're it. finally, I guess they finally got it. You know what I mean? It's, it's funny too, cause they're probably laughing cause now they're getting fucking Oscars, right? Yes, they're getting and, Oscar and, nominations and, and Marvel's not right. It's like, oh, where's Endgame? Where's Infinity War? There, right? <laughs> yeah, 
And, like, Marvel got their stuff for Black Panther, but it's, like, you know, it must sting for them to, like, lose so much to Joker. You're right, where it's, like, they came out with their biggest movie ever. Dude, if you think about it, I don't think anything of Infinity War was nominated. Infinity War, no. I no, think no, no, Endgame, no, I'm sorry. Uh, no. Yeah, Infinity War. Endgame, Endgame got nominated for visual effects. Yeah, come on. I mean... But that's that's the one thing. That's like, the one I, Star yeah. Wars always gets nominated for too. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a given, dude. It's like duh. Yeah. It's like we get yeah. it. Thanos alone is a fucking you know a visual marvel. You know, <laughs> dude. Word. Yeah. And like it, I'm sure it stings him, dude. That DC was like, we did one movie and we we finally got it. And like you, yeah, I'm I'm down for whatever they want to do. That's the thing, right? We have to reward them. With our box office money. <laughs> we we do have to reward these creative things because if not, they're not going to do it. They're exactly. not going to go on these limbs exactly. anymore. So I'm excited about that Wonder Woman movie. Mm-hmm. My wife is too. It looks dope. I like new wave music as well. So Yeah, it's it's going flashy. They got, me. It's they going- got a, a Kristen Wiig as Cheetah, right? Yeah. And like Chris Pine is back somehow. Somehow, he, maybe. Like, I, I want to know what that whole thing is. You have the Mandalorian. I guess spoilers if you haven't finished the Mandalorian. But you have the Mandalorian as like this. Uh, I forget, I don't know what his character is, but he's like this businessman, Maxwell Lord, I think. Oh I, yeah. Um. Wait, who's Max? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, Maxwell yeah. Lord's this fucking guy who's like. Um, a crazy manipulator. <laughs> Dope, yeah, because that's that's Pedro Pascal, man. You got the Mandalorian. Uh, oh, that's who know. it is. He just looked weird, like in the trailer. <laughs> I didn't know who the fuck yeah, that was. They gave him like blonde hair or something. It, it's that's it's why pre- I think his chin looked different too. Yeah, they they definitely like touched him up because he's you know supposed it is? to be like this. Uh, I'm just hmm. used to him looking like Prince Oberyn. <laughs> yeah, word, dude. I I know. Like, uh, I was watching it with my mom when, when he took the when they took the helmet off. She's like, "Who is that? Why does he look so familiar?" It's Prince Oberyn. And I was like, "Last time he saw him, he got his eyes poked out." And she's like, "Oh, it's him." Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good for him, man. Um, they got some good actors there. It looks like a good story is going on, dude. You got Bill and Ted three. Um, that's an instant watch. That. I mean, no. Uh, you know what though? Like, I mean, I'm gonna watch it, but. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just curious, yeah. How like how they're yeah. how they're gonna come off? You know what? Because it's like that Dumb and Dumber sequel, Dumb and Dumber, yeah. right? How yeah, it's right. like you you didn't know how they were gonna come off, right? And they came off terribly because their stick was outdated. Speaking of outdated, um, I'm glad I just remembered this. This is perfect. Um, because we're talking about Bill and Ted. I was watching Bill and Ted the other day, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. um, I had a. Uh, it, it was an awesome evening when uh, the fucking same channel gives you Wayne's World and then Bill and Ted, right? So I was watching Bill and Ted, and uh, there's something very problematic in that movie. Um, really? They, um, there's a scene where they're back in the medieval times, right? Mm-hmm. And then they hug because they found out that fucking uh, – that Ted is, like, alive because they thought he was dead or some shit, right? And then mm-hmm. they say this very negative connotative, you know – word um beginning with an f ending with a g oh right oh i remember right and dude i was like whoa wait a minute i totally forgot about that and i was like whoa that's nuts and it was thrown out there and again this movie was made in the early 90s where this thing was unfortunately uh, a thing you know yeah. Um, oh fuck. I I totally forgot all dude, about that. I forgot about that when I saw. It, I was like, oh man, that doesn't look good at but, all. 
It's the crazy whole... that it's crazy that that's in a movie. Yeah, like it. I'm hoping. I'm hoping because Keanu Reeves, like he's in a different state of his career now. Oh, obviously. He was like, well, yeah. So I'm like, I'm hoping now that he's like, they he took this on for a reason. And it's like they've been wanting to do Bill and Ted 3 forever. So it's like maybe they have a smart way of playing off of that. Because yeah, the whole like, thing is they're – the whole idea is that they're old and outdated. Obviously, you know, I mean like they're definitely going to – but that's what I'm saying. How – because it, it was such yeah. a zeitgeist thing, you know. It was yeah. a sign of the times back then, dude. It was like that's how – they talked about like whoa and dude and tubular and fucking you know yeah. the fucking air guitar shit that was that worked at that time like that's why that word when it was used it was not problematic back then but now it's definitely a no go you know what I mean um, right. but it was because of that time so how are they gonna try like are they just gonna talk normally now you know like Ooh, that's a good point you know like are they just like. I, I, the story is something about one of their daughters. I think it's Ted's, a uh, Bill's daughter, or some shit, or their kids get involved with something. Yeah, uh, Samara Weaving's like in it. Uh, so right, yeah. So yeah. that's Bill's daughter, I think. And yeah. So she gets involved yeah. in something or other, and then they have to do some shit. Yeah, uh, you know what? You're absolutely right, Arturo. Because now I'm like, before it was all in, but now I'm like, you know, I am curious. What are they going to do? Yeah, after watching it, I'm like, oh, it was cool back then. I was, I was like, ah, oh, laughing, blah, blah blah blah. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute, like, <laughs> what are they going to do? Like, I'm yeah. like, are they actually going to like? And I know they're like over fifty now, both of them. Well, because in the same vein, you have Coming to America 2 finally supposed to come out this year, or if anything, it's Dude, supposed the to. the sequels TBA. and the reboots, like, what is going on? Yeah, because then you got Venom 2, you have, uh... Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked about Venom 2, though. I like Venom. You have uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Is that really still coming out? When? Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong? I think it got moved to, like, September or November. It's one of those. It got hit pretty hard. It was supposed to come out in March, and then well, it got delayed. Yeah, it, it was on this list. I was uh, I was going by tonight, but I skipped it because I I, I know it was moved uh, uh, later on. It was delayed. Yeah, then, then you have Top Gun Maverick, another fucking sequel to a classic thing. I'm down for that. I love Top Gun. You have uh, then you have we have the Black Widow movie, which is uh, like that looks cool. Did it before. I mean, it looks but cool, yeah, but, but yes, exactly. You should do it before she that dies. Should have been done, dude. <laughs> Because yeah. now we're like, oh, poor Black Widow, she's dead. You yeah. know? So now, because now it's like a sympathy watch, you know? Dude, <laughs> where you had so much time to do it during like the, the phase two part before Age of Ultron. Like, you had so many opportunities. That could have been the standout movie along with uh, Winter Soldier, you know? Yeah. Because exactly. the Thor Dark World was kind of whack and Iron Man 2. Like, all the Iron, honestly, all the Iron Mans, all the solo Iron Man movies. I, I don't like them that much. They're not that good, right? No, they're not. Like, the first one is like probably the only one I can just probably dude, watch on a Sunday or something. I know? remember – so I remember watching that first Iron Man. Uh, I went with my dad. We were we were both like pretty stoked about it, right? We went – it was like uh, I think like maybe the Wednesday – it was like the Tuesday after it came out. And we saw it. He passed out like, like maybe halfway through. <laughs> Dude, like, and I, I was get like, it. you know what? It's boring. I get I it. I get it. Like we sat through two and three like because we thought it was a thing to do. It was a proper thing to do as fanboys, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, yeah. We sat through fucking terrible Mickey Rourke. 
in part two as that Russian dude. I forgot what they a whiplash. Yeah, right? it sucks because you have to pretend they're good. You know, yeah, you got you wasted your time. Cause, yeah, because the MCU makes you watch this shit. Yeah, you're like, oh yeah, that was pretty good. It's like, no, part two was not good. I don't remember what happened. <laughs> I just remember Mickey Rourke fucking with like laser lassos or some shit. Word. And then in part three, we had the Mandarin, which was going good up to a certain point. And then we had fucking, you know, Guy Pierce. And then fucking, like, I don't... fucking Dragon Breath Guy Pierce. Dude, it was there. a lot to go by. And then we had all these Iron Man suits exploding and it was a lot. It was a lot. It was really it, a lot. The Iron Man movies weren't really that good. The best, I'm telling you, the Marvel movies, besides the recent ones, um, aren't really that memorable, you know? Yeah. Um, I, you I have agree. Winter Soldier. That's a standout. You have Thor Ragnarok. Um, you have, I, obviously, Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, I would argue that first Avengers, too. Yes. Like, that, that first Avengers, I saw like three times in the theaters. Yeah. Because it was legit a good movie. It is, yes, yeah. I agree. We didn't did a great job with that. We put the, the first Avengers there. Avengers 2 sucked. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Ultron shit was like, no, that stick didn't work. Um, they, I don't know how that didn't work, you know? Yeah, it should have been a Thanos level. Like, now they, now we Ultron, saw the Thanos. Dude, yeah. Ultron fucking killed them all in the comic book. Dude, like, like legit, he killed pretty much a bunch of the Avengers, dude. Like, that's how crazy of a threat Ultron is. Yeah, um, what a waste. I, I get Thanos is a big threat, but, like, in terms of Avengers, like, non-universal scope, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, uh, just like Avengers in, on Earth, Ultron was the Absolutely. one that is is their big bad, honestly. It's not Thanos. Ultron is the big bad of the Avengers. That's their brainiac. You know what I mean? So that was a waste. Um, and especially if you got Spader to voice him, that was a total waste. Total waste. Because Spader's a fucking man. Black Panther's overrated. Me- I said yeah, it. Yeah, like it's it's fine. It's just it's got a lot of boring stuff. In yeah, it. it's not of- it, like uh, one of my buddies online was saying how the Black Panther you get in Civil War is the one you expect to see in the movie. But then yes. in the movie, you get a softer version of yes. Black Panther. And I'm like, yo, that's totally correct. Because, dude, this guy's fucking badass in Civil War. He's, he's so cool. Dude, yeah. he's so fucking dope. And you're like, yo, it's nice. But then you get this emotional wreck of a Black Panther. Like, you know, that, oh, I have to get, I have to go through this trial. And I got this and that. Which, and then it's so much so that he gets fucking outdone by michael b jordan right yeah imagine if we got the aggressive black panther character like against killmonger like no, another aggressive dude, character that would have been out imperfect that was yeah. a missed opportunity so then you could have had them really fighting over that throne dude like it, what a, like that's the thing too that's another wasted opportunity it, it just feels like it got caught up in itself like i i get it it's huge for a lot of reasons and like the cast is great but they were all underserved. It definitely feels like they were underserved. Yeah, big time. Big time. Man, like, yeah, like, um, Marvel movies, like, were definitely saved by this Thanos thing. Um, yeah, if they're... Like, if Thanos super- was a bust, it would have been a bust. Yeah. Like, yeah. Looking if back Thanos- there, right? If Thanos was a bust, it, the whole thing would have fell apart. Like, it, honestly, if that first Avengers didn't land, yeah, then, I agree. then we wouldn't be here like 10 years later talking about him. Yeah, that's true. Because, uh, you know, the solo movies, you know. They, they were like, that's the thing. Like, these solo movies are only good 
good enough to get us to the next to the next movie. I guess like, that's why we sat through like you know all these movies. We sat, we watched. It's because yeah. it's comic books now. Yeah, it, it, it's a comic book feeding habit where it's like I I have to read this one that's tied into the main story, otherwise I won't get every bit of the main story. And it, it that it does kind of suck when looking back on it that way, where it's like, where we were kind of we we had to do this because if you got off at any point of this thing, you missed out. Well, um, let's see what happens with Marvel <laughs> coming up, right? Because what is it? Yeah. Phase five, phase four coming up. Um, I mean, they got a lot phases of we- are up to. They have a lot of work to do. Absolutely. Because they just dropped every... They blew their load super early. Yeah, and all DC has to do is just do Batman now. Dude, Batman, then, yes. Batman's coming out in 2021, I believe, right? Yes. And uh, they're going to they're gonna kill it because we just want something different now. Like, and if Warner Brothers is smart, this Batman movie will be different. Um, I have faith. So, um, yeah. Who's the director again? Uh, Matt Reeves. What has he done again? He that's why I remember him. He did fucking Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War for the Planet of the Apes. Oh, that war was fucking great. Dude, uh War for the Planet of the Apes was a fucking great movie, dude. Yeah, that whole trilogy. That whole trilogy I, was fucking fantastic, especially after that debacle of fucking Tim Burton's uh Planet of the Apes, right? Was it Tim Burton? Oh, right? Yeah, absolutely. Was it Tim Burton, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, he did uh he did let me in. Oh, that's why I know Matt Reeves. Yeah, Let Me In was good. Um, yeah, so it should be good. <laughs> it's a good hands. We don't got to talk about it anymore. Absolutely. We don't have to worry. Um, uh, Robert Pattinson's a good actor, so I'm not stressed about that. Um, they got some good fucking – they got a great supporting cast. They got Matthew McConaughey, um, well, Paul Dano. Was, Matthew right? McConaughey isn't confirmed yet. No, not yet? He, not yet. He was supposed to be Harvey Dent, right? He, Supposedly. I, that's that's one of those rumors that like if you say it enough, hopefully well, it becomes true. If they're following it, the Long Halloween storyline, then yeah, Harvey Dent has to be in it. Yeah, we still need the Harvey Dent. If but, it's Matthew uh, McConaughey, still, okay. Still, yeah. you got Paul Dano. You got fucking yeah. um um uh, Colin Farrell, right? Mm-hmm. You got um uh, Zoe Kravitz playing Catwoman, but you know she is, she doesn't count towards the acting portion of everything. I'm I'm gonna say Matthew McConaughey because that works very well. Um, <laughs> him as him as Two Face would be fucking great. Um, oh, they have fucking Andy Serkis as um as Alfred. Oh, oh right, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, they have yeah. Andy, uh, who's uh. Do they have a Commissioner Gordon yet? Yeah, so Jeffrey Wright was uh he was Felix in a casino like in the James Bond movies. Um He's, yeah, hold on. I got to look up a face. Yeah. And he was in Boardwalk Empire, which I never saw. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I didn't see that either. People were talking about it. I was like, oh, I feel like watching another show right now." Yeah, it's you know what? Mm, okay. The, um, the cast is fine. Like the, the oh, cast Oh, <laughs> this guy, he's a good actor. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that it's just I never think his name is Jeffrey Wright. Right. He doesn't and look like he, a Jeffrey Wright. You got John Turturro as one of like the mafia guys. I forget which side of it, but they're basically interchangeable. Yeah, no, you got a solid supporting cast. Uh, right. Jeffrey Wright's a you know a solid actor. You got a solid Gordon, you know, a solid Pennyworth. I'm surprised it's circus. It sucks. They fucking wasted Jeremy Irons, dude. What a yeah, I agree. What a and fucking also- waste. I mean, I liked Ben Affleck too. I like liked me too. What a I waste wanted of that I too. I wanted a solo Batman movie. I wanted a solo Batfleck movie, dude. What a waste! What a that... waste of a Superman, right? 
It, it does kind of suck that out of. I mean, look, I love Wonder Woman, and I'm glad we got Gal Gadot's Wonder yeah. Woman. But the big but look, two, you lost the big two. Yeah, it's like it sucks that we lost the big two, and it worked, <laughs> and they worked individually, not together, but they worked individually. Absolutely, uh, but they could have worked together once they established themselves individually. Damn, DC. Fuck, you lost yeah. Batfleck, you lost Cavill to The Witcher. <laughs> oh, The Witcher, by the way, right? Yeah, Witcher's not bad. Uh, Witcher's also, pretty decent, right? It's also not bad, but it's also like... It's also not, not great. It's not great. Like, there's a lot of weird shit in it. People like, gotta the, the, chill with this shit, though. Like, like yeah. listen, I get it. I was a Game of Thrones fan, too. But people are just, like, fucking clamoring for some fantasy shit, you know? Yeah, but it's, it's like, not. And it's like, hey, hey, let's hold off, all right? They do... They fuck up with the way they, you know, they showcase their time frame. Yeah, because right? they, there was one joke that, like, completely didn't land because she's like, oh, well, you have, like, the crow's feet. And I'm like, he looks the same. Yes. You couldn't, like, you, you couldn't <laughs> age him up if for, like, if this was in the future or something? Yeah. Like, come I on. don't know. And they don't really show you with any, like, title cards or anything like that with, uh, like, what year it is or yeah, how far and, things have gone. Like, at and, least give me, like, oh... 13 years ago or, or 13 years later. Just give me some shit like that so I can yeah. at least, like, know some semblance of time. Yeah, because the thing is, like, all this stuff happens towards the end of the season where it's, like, all, like, he's having these fights with these other characters and all this shit. But it's, like, you, they spend, like... But that's in the uh, past. Yeah, but they, they also spend so little time together, like you know, before it jumps to another thing. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, it's the, too much the, going on. The Jasker and Geralt relationship, right? It's Who cares? To be this, yeah, exactly. Who cares? They're, like, they're why is everybody together? Maybe like Who cares two, about that? They're like, oh my god, that's his friend. No, he's a fucking Witcher. His friend this is his horse. All right. No, well, the th- like they were only together like maybe three episodes, dude. Out of, like, 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 that's it. Yeah, like, it's, and it's and they're supposed to be years and years apart, and it's just it's not good. It's, yeah, it's people. It's, people are just, I guess, clamoring for that fantasy shit, you know. Absolutely. Um, which I get, I get it, but you know, people gotta chill, you know. Well, like um, Henry Cavill's great. Yeah, he I mean, Henry Cavill's him. great. Henry Cavill's good. He's he's good in a lot of things he does. And um, I, like I'm, Superman, like what you're saying. Uh, poor yes. Superman. We'll miss you, Superman. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Superman. Man, what a waste. Because like, you can imagine the fucking like. When 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 Henry Cavill like he he does the whole lifting the fucking the what was it he's lifting the oil tower yes and he's all great. shirtless and I'm like this is Superman and he's hairy too and I'm like yeah. that's Superman because in like, the comic books Superman. he's he has a hairy chest because he's a man so he's a Superman he's dude. Superman in the comic books he has a hairy chest people. And yeah, I'm glad like, Harry Cavill had a hairy chest too. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I was like, this is it. They did it. They finally did it. Zack Snyder, we love you. You did it. It's fucking sexy Superman, dude. You had, like, and what a waste. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, I think uh, with that we're good. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. With that, like ending on sexy Henry Cavill. On sexy like, Cavill, man. Yeah. Uh, we'll miss you every day, bro. Yeah, now um, he's now he's sexy Geralt. I, guess. I know sexy Geralt, <laughs> dude. Like it's crazy how jacked he got. Um, have you seen them in Immortals? Yeah, have dude, you seen Immortals? You've seen Immortals? Yes, right? Immortals is one of the worst movies I've ever seen, dude. Like I don't know what's going on in that movie at all. Um, I it's, just know Mickey Rourke is terrible, and but I know so, that scene with the <laughs> with the bull. You know, where they yeah. put people in the bull and they burn him alive. That's awesome. 
Dude, it's such a, like a bad movie, and it's so like it's it's, it's so a wannabe three hundred, bro. Yeah, it was in that period when three hundred made it big, and we started getting all these Greek movies. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, we got fucking uh, we got Clash that? of the Titans, Clash of the Titans. We got Immortals, and no, but Harry Cavill was in that, and I'm glad he bulked up because he was Superman now. Oh yeah, no, he's for he's forever my Superman. Yeah, dude, like, he's my how do you, exactly. He will. That's they the will thing. never how do you be. F- Listen, do not give me any more trash Superman, all right? Because <laughs> Henry Cavill is it. Yeah, right? how do you follow that up, dude? What do you do? Like, you already had Henry Cavill. Like, who who else is out there, dude? Um, uh, nobody but Henry Cavill, maybe. <laughs> like, I mean, he, the they, man. The man became Superman for you. Dude. He like, didn't look a- like this. People who love Witcher. <laughs> Henry Cavill did not look like this before Superman. All right? He Yo. became Superman. Oh, man. What a fucking waste. Like, I hope like, these DC movies, they could reboot themselves, too. It's comic books. Who gives a shit? Like, fucking say it's a whole new universe, but the Superman's the same. Or it's like, oh, this is a, a, a different version who didn't kill his fucking Zod or whatever. Like, just do it. Who cares? Just bring me, back Henry Cavill somehow. Do it. Bring back Henry Cavill. Give him a brighter suit. Let him joke around like he did in Justice League. Like, like let him fucking... God damn it. <laughs> I know. There's nobody else. There's literally nobody else. There's they nobody else. have they, wasted this opportunity that they had and it was like oh my god he was perfect they wasted superman they threw superman away because because batman you can recover from we've already had tons of different batman and superman we've had like what like two three i uh, think and- dude we had uh what we had s- several batman right we've had two supermen on, yeah. on the big screen. Only Christopher Reeve and Brandon Routh, right? Absolutely. Um, yes. Cavill was the third. I thought Brandon Routh honestly did a decent job because it was... Yeah, he um, was in a bad movie. Yeah, exactly. It was in a bad movie, but he did a decent job because it was following... Because he was supposed to be the Christopher Reeve Superman. Yeah, that's the thing that people kind of forgot about. That the story Dude, immediately yeah. follows Superman too. They they brought him back for like the the Crisis on Infinite Earths thing. For uh, dude, I'm Earth. curious about that stuff. It looks dude, pretty decent. Yo, didn't they bring the Flash bad. Kid bad? Right? Yeah, yeah. It's not bad, dude. It, like if you just watch the little five hour thing, it's a fun little thing. I might um, get the DC um uh, pass though, because I know they have some wicked fucking animated movies on there. Yeah, like uh, it'll be worth it. Like Don't worry I'm, about I'm it. I'll waiting. Share with you. We'll get it. We'll get it together, Tex. <laughs> Well, we can wait till it does the HBO thing then and split it. Because, like, um, I think it's getting folded into HBO Max. So HBO Max? Yeah. Hopefully that comes thing, with my dude. cable subscription, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's this whole thing where it's like um, they're doing DC Universe and, like, their own like. Oh, HBO, yeah, because Warner course. Brothers and HBO, they, yes, they own yes. each other. Yeah, Warner Brothers yes. own HBO. So uh, if, not, if not, then we'll do DCU. Because I, I do want to see that Doom Patrol show. Um. I keep hearing good things about a lot of the stuff on that, like a lot of the content, like a lot of the cartoons are adult cartoons, like geared more towards uh, mature audiences, which are which is awesome. Because, like I said, like I just said, their content is dark. With that, folks, thanks for joining us on the twentieth episode of the Morgue. And with me is uh, Nick Valdez at comicbook.com. I am Arturo Padilla, uh, the, the man behind the face. Uh, don't forget to check us out on the, on the social feeds: Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Don't forget to, to kind of check out 
all the cool stuff we've been talking about. Go check out Bad Boys, right? Go check out Dracula on Netflix. You know what? Watch Some The, the Witcher. Yeah, watch, watch, yeah, the, watch the Witcher's another one. It's on Netflix not? at your yeah. own pace, you know? Yeah, folks. You know, oh, we, shout, outs to, shout outs to Glenn. Shout outs to Glenn. A big Glenn Murawski. Yeah. We appreciate the tune, man. And it's a scary world out there, but uh, we're here to walk you through it. 